Welcome to the JP4 Ever Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at JP4 Ever Pod. It's episode 6 of Survivor Season 36, Ghost Island. We see the castaways come up on the beach. Stephanie's gone. And in an interesting twist, Jeff tells him, drop those buffs. Yeah, interesting move here because... Now we're going to essentially have our second tribal swap of this current season. Really speaks to what alliances are going to look like because you're going to either be with some people you were at the first tribe, keep along with some of the people you've been with all along, or meet some newbies that you haven't been with yet. Yeah, and I think a couple of these castaways feel like this is their salvation. Jeff tells us that we're going to have three tribes. We've got a third tribe that is the green tribe, Yanuya. Get used to, to know them. And we're going to do a little quick analysis of these tribes. So five people on each tribe. There are three original Navidi folks and two original Malolo folks on each of the three tribes. First off, Navidi, we have Dominic, Donathan, Libby, Bradley, and Chelsea. What do you think of this new Navidi tribe? Right off the bat, Dominic's excited because he finally feels like Chris and him can separate a little bit. He was super paranoid that him and Chris were literally going to vote each other off and he had to be on defense all the time. So I definitely think Dominic gets to be his own man in this one. The rest of it, you know, I think is all right. Being a strong tribe, not I think the strongest, but definitely one that's going to either be in second, but I don't think last at any point. Yeah, the thing that stuck out to me about this tribe is Dominic and Bradley's willingness to be a leader on their tribe. And I kind of thought that they were going to buy head from the scene that we see back at their camp maybe not that was my initial reaction all right malolo who do we got so malolo is going to be angela we got james michael desiree and colin so as far as malolo goes you know i'm wondering who the leader of this tribe is yeah know? this is kind of that mixed bag group because you took out the two alphas of chris and dom everyone kind of just wants to fly under the radar more so on this team yeah it just seems everyone's personal on this one as well right so it's not like anyone's really feuding with each other but there's not anyone that steps up either it's like everyone wants to be that middle of the ground player yeah i feel like michael's been a little bit of a leader in his positions but he's been getting everybody who's on his team dropped james you know not very vocal at all he's a smart guy and good at challenges or kind of okay but he's not gonna step up into that like alpha leader role exactly and and Desiree is kind of a vocal person, but we haven't seen her step into a leadership role either. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's one of them. Who knows? The uh, Yanuya tribe we have. That's going to be Chris, Wendell, Laurel, Jenna, and then Sebastian. Yeah. So we get the reuniting of Sebastian and Chris again, those Florida boys. <laughs> those guys uh, are kind of buddies, but at the same time... But Seabass says, like, I kind of know the guy, but at the same time, I really don't know him. Exactly. And, you know, obviously Chris is going to be the guy who wants to take that leadership role of this tribe, and maybe he will, maybe he won't. So Seabass says that him and Chris really didn't get to know each other, even though they 
around an original tribe that he did kind of make a subtle point that people think that those first alliances are super strong just because it was in the first couple days and that's kind of the point of this whole episode was now you've gone into the second swap what alliance is really going to be the most and i know james talks about that much later on but it's definitely something to think about because you've gone through two different groups and which one are you going to align with is there really any loyalty there you know or are you just going to do your own thing and say relationships are where I'm going to go? I don't care who I've been in alliance with again. Right. So we go to the Yanuya camp. They had to rebuild or, or build from scratch build yeah. their own camp. They had nothing except for like the initial supplies. Wendell, in a little bit of a surprise, saved this seashell that Sebastian was all about, apparently. And he's kind of relieved to be away from Dominic and Chris being together, which he's been with since the beginning, both iterations of the Navidi tribe. Wendell is a little bit getting a breath of fresh air from not having to be with both of those guys together, but he does say, you know, Dom is his guy more than Chris is right mm-hmm. he, well, especially when he's connecting with everyone right away he starts going into this whole i'm gonna tell too much information and i'm perfectly okay with it and i just still i'm trying to figure him out chris gets back into his typical vibe of you know bragging and gloating and being really 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 ridiculously good looking yeah <laughs> and we get the sense that everybody there is sick of it and is just kind of playing along letting him be he just let him talk about himself he makes this huge confession that really had to lay a weight off his shoulders that he's a model yeah laurel was like meh i that's great and all but you're not flattering me in any way could you believe that he was a model could not wow oh my gosh what what are these what are these models doing out in this stranded desert island even though his whole idea is that apparently models are gonna be people that are gonna get voted off right away or self-absorbed chris talking about his modeling career to laurel for an extended period of time is definitely not self-absorbed makes uh makes an all-time quote that you know he doesn't want to let a lot of people into his real soul that he's a model because people might think he's not too smart and models might be dumb and it might not be beneficiary to be a model yeah he uh kind of taps into that zoolander uh stereotype right there but in the end he kind of lives up to it so laurel kind of lets know in a confessional that everybody's a little bit annoyed by chris's self-absorption go to the malolo tribe and uh everybody seems to be pretty cool with this tribe desiree points out that they still have the advantage the three original Navidis versus the three original Malolos. Um, Michael sees a bit of a crack in that, right? What's the crack you see him? I think he sees that he can go in any direction. He thinks James can be a good partner with him, but that he also can flip to the other side. He sees himself as kind of being a chameleon that could really, whatever's going to benefit him is what route he's going to go. Yeah. The girls on this tribe are talking Kellen, Desiree, and Angela about the fact that they've got to take out one of the guys who are the Malolos. Kel and Desiree are pretty tight. Angela is also an original Navidi, but we don't necessarily think that she's all in. After all, a couple episodes back, the Navidi people went after Angela, thinking that they could get at Chris on that Dominic tip. Maybe that's an in for James and Michael is, is probably what they're leaving us thinking. Angela seems 
seems that she's gonna go with whatever relationship she feels better about where kellen on the complete opposite side is just all about whatever that loyalty. first group was and i get that maybe if that was for a week for 14 days some extended period of time but not for the first couple days where you feel like you have to literally do everything that that group wanted to do she's going back to two tribes now at this point saying oh we've got to take them all the way everyone that was a part of that group of five and it's like hell she's not about that Kellen, Kellen just is. Kellen is. just give up on that. Like those people, you don't have that many people on your team with that anymore. Quit yeah. using that as your strategy, but it also pays off. Yeah. Then we see Navidi, the new Navidi tribe. Um, Bradley's kind of back on his bowl, uh, talking about how oh, this I'm, is great. Oh, I'm away from the swamp. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice camp and everything, dude. You're living on a desert island. Nothing's nice. I guess your your current camp is okay. Brad has Dominic and Chelsea on his side as original Navidi members. Dominic is just happy to be rid of Chris, right? Have been butting heads since the first day on the island, both thinking that they were the Dominic guys of Navidi tribe. Now they're separated for the first time, you know, I guess Chris was at Ghost Island for a hot minute, but this is the actual first time that they're on separate tribes. Like I said earlier, Dominic is dropping his defense, as he says, being a little bit more casual, really kind of laid into Libby a bit too, just talking yeah. about how she can have this really nice image but then caesar is the devil at times too it's that essentially he doesn't trust her at all she's so. not trustworthy to any of them dominic is still bragging about his fake idol it doesn't come into play this episode once again you know it's a weird just strategy so to talk about still. all over the board with his fake idol slash real idol yeah i just don't i want to go into this i just don't really get is this supposed to be benefiting him or does he think that people are gonna think this was either really conniving and a great way to outplay someone or i should say outwit someone or is this gonna really hurt him in the end because people are gonna say you told us you lied to people and that you were perfectly okay with letting everyone know that so you're gonna do it again you know i didn't think of this before but on this new tribe we have a whole different new set of perspectives on dominic's quote-unquote idol situation and as i'm looking at the new navidi tribe nobody on the new navidi knows that he actually does have a real idol guess that's worth something donathan and livy don't know that he has this real idol and bradley and chelsea have been away at the new malolo tribe also don't know that he has at least as far as we see yeah, really good point there. I just, I don't know if people that don't know you that well, you start blurting out about having a fake idol and tricking right. someone. I just think that disrupts people the wrong way, but who knows? Yeah, it's worked for him so far. Okay, so we go to the immunity challenge. This is one of the more enter entertaining immunity challenges that we've had this season. Yeah, I mean, it's not really a physical one. It's just more so having a really good communicator and then just a lot of obstacles that you have to go through. So it's not really like you needed a strong person. You just need really good people that could work tied together and go through the entire obstacle course following the person's voice. There was one person per each team that was supposed to guide the blindfolded team members throughout this obstacle course, pick up bags, and then head back. And then when everyone was back with all the bags, then the person that was able to see and direct the entire time was going to lead everyone to figure out a puzzle at the end. Yeah, so it was entertaining to say the least. Desiree was like screaming 
screaming at her team. Malolo was leading big by the time they got to the puzzle, but they quickly got caught up to by the Yanuya and the Navidi tribes and were kind of reminded that in the very first episode, like first five minutes, Desiree admitted that she's pretty bad at puzzles. Yeah, people thought she was creative because she has blonde hair and just thought she looked the part of something that could be smart and figure out puzzles, but we saw that one last time. She really wanted to step up to the plate on this, though. She said she wanted to show that she could be a leader, really excel in a challenge with taking on that. She wanted to. You also either get the high risk, high reward, mm-hmm. because if you end up failing, you're going to get target on your back on Mackley. If you lead the team to victory, then you're going to be celebrated and people are going to be like, oh yeah, well one, you don't go to tribal council, but right. two, you're going to get those notches on your belt that you've helped lead challenges and you can almost step back the next one because Survivor, you really, at some point you have to step up and show, because otherwise people start show noticing you're always under the radar. If you never step up for a challenge, people are going to start voting you out you can kind of take that challenge if you win it then step back if you want to and let someone else then take on that risk yeah and so maybe stepping back would have been a nice play for Desiree because despite leading her team to be the first to get to the puzzle part on the puzzle yeah. um, our finishers are first place is Yanuya second place is Navidi and then going to tribal is the Malolo tribe and it's the third straight for the Malolo even though it's been different configurations of this tribe yeah really good job by Wendell made a mistake during it left all the pieces or one of the sets of pieces behind but really did a calm actually straightforward direction Dominic was kind of in the middle and then Desiree just screamed at everyone and at one point I can't remember who said but I think Kellen said please stop yelling at me I'm trying my best being the wet blanket that she is so for some analysis on the challenge we have Donovan calling in right now uh hey Donovan how how was this immunity challenge what did you think of it oh y'all I I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed rummaging around in all those crates for uh, all my puzzle pieces. Thought it was a lot of fun, and I'm just enjoying myself out here on the island. And, you know, I hope I find some more puzzle pieces and hope I can find my way to the merge. Jonathan, how'd you feel about getting that little skirmish in the middle of that pit with the other group? You know, I thought those guys were being pretty uh, rude to me, and I didn't think that they were being very nice. I had to, you know, roll my sleeves up and fight them a little bit, but uh, I'm from eastern Kentucky where we drink a lot of bourbon, and, uh, you know, we get rough and get fighting, and I was ready for it. And then you got stuck trying to go through a fence. You know, I, I don't think that's very uh, polite of you to bring up, so... Uh, hey, I'm I'm just asking. You know, I saw it happen. Uh, I'm going to hang up right now. Bye. All right, well, thanks, Jonathan. That was uh, some great insight as usual provided. We appreciate that. Thanks, Jonathan. For the first time, the first episode that we've had this season, there's nobody going to Ghost Island. Uh, maybe because Ghost Island thus far has been kind of lame. Yeah, well overblown. I don't know really how you do it now, because if you send one person, then you only have four, which actually maybe you have to take a break at some points because you're going to have an even vote no matter what, unless obviously you do a 3-1, but a lot of times, especially with the combined tribes, you're going to do 2-2 most of the time if you take one person to Ghost Island. Or if you're really going to screw over the one person and you're going to say, okay, it's three versus one, we're going to obviously vote that person out. Okay, so after the challenge we're back to the malolo tribe where they have lost their third straight challenge albeit different 
tribe members. Desiree realizes she kind of shit at this challenge and she's crying a little bit. The three girls, the three former Navidi folks, float the idea of voting out James just because they are Navidi people and he is a Malolo person. And this is kind of a season where I feel like the tribe loyalty has been particularly strong, right? It really doesn't make sense to me. I'm still someone that if you're gonna really enjoy being around people and you think they're gonna carry you and there are people that are strong to that tribe that you should be in the relationships with them obviously if you don't get along then maybe those are the ones you vote out it's almost like people in this season feel forced to be a part of that first group because then you've already been in a second group and this is your third but people still and go back to groups of that original not even the second were, group. they were with that first group for like three days before yeah the and it was like one of the shortest amounts of time you were with a tribe before dropping buffs and moving on and that's why it still just doesn't make sense to me but you know a strategy that people are using and some have been successful with it but it seemed like they were also going after loyalty versus strength that's where i think james is and michael were the targets because it's the two guys with three girls and obviously you're gonna go after one of them if you think that to desiree's point tried to work with me i kind of put herself down a little bit that i'm someone that's not a biggest threat right now especially when it comes to physical challenges down the mm-hmm. road so she did have a good strategy to kind of deflect away from voting her out it's well, just you realize. see short do you see short term or do you see long term but you can't think too long or else you might not get there right and for the immediate it was either her or james yeah right? that was so she decision. had to scramble regardless yeah so james and michael talk about going after desiree and they realize they need to get angela on their side which isn't too far-fetched because she's know, not loyal to that first group yeah second tribal council her own tribe tried to vote her out but got overruled by the minority malolo mm-hmm. folks and going for morgan and i mean she can be loyal i think with the right people just she's gonna go based on what she feels comfortable with it's not gonna be if it's a forced relationship because i really don't think she's that close with kellen or desiree mm-hmm. um especially kellen she who knows feels, she's on the who just keeps all she does is just keep saying oh you gotta go with the original group the original group it's like Kellen, stop being a drenched blanket at this point now. <laughs> Just move on from this argument. Just let Angela do what's best for her. Yeah, so Angela doesn't seem real clear-headed going into Tribal Council. We can't really get a good read on which way she's leaning, but we go to Tribal anyways. Desiree at Tribal Council is the first to admit it was her fault, basically, that they lost this immunity challenge. James, in a moment of self-reflection, mentions the fact that he was almost voted off and got some votes for failing at uh, one of the immunity challenges early on. Kellen mentions the need to actually win some challenges in order for these five folks to make it to the merge. Mm -hmm. And so Angela, we see at this point, is a little bit critical of Desiree for her kind of failure to lead them. Desiree wants to play the card of we can be strong now, but once we get to the merge, you don't want all these really strong players to be the ones you're fighting against. Which has some validity, but I feel like it's 
kind of a weak play right here. Yeah, I think that she's trying to save herself, and it, it makes sense in the short term. Just this group has not, or at least Malolo hasn't won in such a long time. Like, I just don't know if the short term is where you want to go, because if you keep losing, you're just going to never end up getting there. Yeah, you, you're not going to make it to the merge. Or maybe it'll be a fourth a tri- tribal swap. Well, who knows, you know. It's, if Malolo uh, keeps losing, they can't have... <laughs> Yeah, one person competing in challenges Mololo yeah or whatever kellen is the first to point out that it's navidi three versus malolo two we've heard them saying back on the beach but again kind of a weak argument if you actually want to make it to the merge james and jeff for that matter point out that the tribal assignments that you had at this point 17 days ago were totally random why do you have so much loyalty to these mm-hmm. people and Jeff agrees. Yeah. So Jeff asks the tribe mates whether it's their head or their heart that they follow. And I don't know how important this is, but I think it's kind of interesting to hear their answers. Angela says it's her head that she follows. James, who's a Harvard-educated guy, says it's his head. Desiree follows her head. Michael follows his heart. Kellen says it's my gut because it's... With a 10-minute explanation about how the gut works. So we get to voting. And voting in this one. So what maybe should have been a straightforward vote, because we have three Navidis and two Malolos, wasn't because we have four people voting for James, obviously the three women on the tribe, plus Michael goes ahead and votes for James. And I don't know if that was because he saw the writing on the wall or what. James is our next person out of the game. He's totally nice about it, wishes everybody on the team well. Any thoughts on James' departure? I just still think it was way too short-term of an idea to get away someone that was really strong in challenges from at least a physical standpoint. However, Desiree really made her point across that it was the better idea to do at that point. So I can't argue with what she was saying. I just think from Malolo who has lost and lost and lost, it was hard to see one of their stronger people go. So we'll see what happens uh Next time they enter the camp. Next challenge. All right, time to get to our power rankings, folks. Honorable mention, we've only got one this week. It's Michael, because Michael has been playing this strong game, you know, gaming his immunity idols, even though he failed really hard the previous episode. Mm -hmm. He still seems like a really strong player in terms of challenges. Seems like he thinks about the game at a higher level, but at this point, James, his only other previous tribe mate, is gone. So um, Totally agree. He's kind of thought that it was going to be James didn't really pan out he's kind of stuck on a tribe where it's going to be him and three girls which could be all three of them just voting him out if they lose again it'll definitely be that if they lose again Mm -hmm. so he's kind of can still make a play and be the new kingpin of that tribe but at the same time he could easily just be out next episode absolutely so he's an honorable mention number five is gonna be wendell wendell on this new yanuna tribe 
tribe. He is finally in a position where he doesn't have both Chris and Dominic on the tribe, and both of them wanted to pull him in their own direction. Now he's just got Chris on his tribe, and I think the important thing to note is that he's smarter than Chris. Smarter than Chris. He's got, I think, better relationships with everyone than Chris, and he's really going to have power, I just feel, down the road with votes because he had Dominic, he had Chris. Both are going to probably all end up making it further down, especially in individuals. And when votes are going to really start mattering at that point, I could just foresee him having a big vote where he can pick whoever he wants. His lack of abrasiveness puts him in a better position than Chris and Sebastian, who are also on the Yanuya tribe, just because there may be some tension should that tribe have to go to tribal council. And nobody's gunning for Wendell, even though he totally knows everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. Maybe Chris does too. I don't know that Sebastian will with his Laffy Taffy. Wendell seems like the guy to pick from this Yunuya tribe. Mm -hmm. I agree. Number four. Number four is going to be Chris. Chris has been dominant at challenges throughout, obviously. The only problem with Chris's current tribe is Wendell is kind of dominant guy Sebastian doesn't have you know a strong connection to Chris mm-hmm. and that kind of leaves him in the dirt except for the fact that the, you know all these tribes so far are leaning towards the 3-2 Navidi connection mm-hmm. yeah Chris I would have to just move down a little bit I think he lost a, just this episode he rubbed people the wrong way and I feel we like did. we had him in number two last week so I just think it really just showed that his leadership is starting to wear on people and might not be what is going to help him stay the long run because it's just every person he keeps talking to seems to be a little bit more over him. Yeah. So I think he's great at physical challenges. He's going to do well if he can get to those individuals. I just don't know if social-wise he's going to have it to get there long enough. Rubs everybody the wrong way. And, you know, not that he's not a nice guy. It's just that he's kind of an annoying guy. Number Trace. Trace. Three is going to be Laurel. Laurel's got a strong social game. Seems to be one of the smartest people out here on this island and as far as challenges go i think she's possibly the most physically adept female in the field she for sure has an eye for whatever is going on listening to what uh everyone's talking about knows who's gonna go which way with votes she's done that in the past and i think she'll have that and i just think she can outwit a lot of people but she's also to your point physical so she's got two of the three at least to you know outplay people as well because i think she's She's great in challenges, so people aren't going to vote her there. And then she's good socially. And she just has that kind of just under the radar. Number two, Bradley. Bradley, as much as I dislike him, the guy is playing a strong game right now. And he is on a team with Dominic, where Dominic and he apparently don't have a lot of acrimony for each other. They're kind of tight. And that, to me, puts them both in a good position Mm -hmm. mutually because 
they have three Navidi. They're going to stick together. Bradley seems to have this decisiveness about him where he knows what he's going to do and he can get people on board with it as much as he's kind of a douchebag. Bradley is going to be a strong player on this team. He's very, I don't want to give him too much credit for being intelligent, but he does have a decent head on him for this game. And I think he's going to be able to more so trick people. He's going to probably make people feel like they're closer than they really are and then backstab them. I don't think he's afraid to do that. And he's going to really try to pull some kind of maneuver in the near future, I think, to make a move to put himself into a stronger position because that's what he's really all about. Yeah. So for the third time in a row, numero uno, number one with a bullet is Dominic. And it's not surprising. Dominic has continued to play a strong social game and play an interesting social game Mm -hmm. because he, again, is all over the map as far as who knows about his immunity idols, what they know about his immunity idols, whether it's real, whether it's fake. Dominic seems to be able to get people to go with him. We saw that a little bit in the scenes that we got from the current Navidi tribe today, and should they have to go to a tribal council, it even seems like he may be able to pull Donathan over to his side. Don't think Dominic has the most coherent social game right now, but it seems to be working, and nobody seems to be calling him on his slight bit of BS. He's gonna be going a pretty long way. He's good at physical challenges, good enough socially, and he's smart enough to be able to maneuver through all of this. Had a really good challenge as being the leader of his group, so I think that's going to help him in the future just because Mm -hmm. he stepped up, he performed, didn't win the challenge, but performed well enough not to have them go to council. Yeah. And he's just that really sneaky person and i foresee something with him and libby going on because it seems like he that's his like new target to go after so i wonder wonder what's gonna happen yeah at the same time i think if this navidi tribe has to go to tribal council libby's the first one gone and dominic's gonna be the first to say it maybe maybe not but yeah that's why i was i think that's gonna happen dom is in a position of power is is all we can say right now Mm -hmm. all right this has been the jp forever podcast we're your hosts i am john this is jared follow us on twitter at jp the number four eva pod until next time folks outwit outlast outplay